0: Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. We are all being told it's time to adapt to the new normal. That sort of preparation that comes for a post-coronavirus world. Well, we've got to get through the current crisis first. But let's spend a few minutes talking about money matters in a post-coronavirus world darren Laudenbach is the founder of god's money matters he's a speaker a trainer mentor and coach on finance issues for individuals and for business darren Laudenbach, a special welcome back to 2020
1: Oh, thanks, Neil. It's great to be back again.
0: Darren, let's spend a few minutes talking through issues around the property market. There's a number of ways that people deal with finance and investment and those things at the moment. But let's talk about the property market today. Where do you see the market as being at right now in general?
1: Yeah, in general, it's very interesting because I think it's not exactly as it's been shown on the news Um the reality that I see from a practical point of view um, in work that I do on a day-by-day basis, I'm not seeing what the news is telling me. So uh, it's it's contrary at the moment. So in summary, I'm seeing vacancy rates are rising slightly in different cities and particularly in um, major cities where you might have more immigration and student accommodation. Um, so vacancy rates are rising. So the number of properties that are vacant Um, It has risen, but not substantially, Um, but I certainly haven't seen prices drop um, in the way in which the the news might have us believe and I certainly um, haven't seen people stopping trying to buy property.
0: Now serious property investors probably go a little bit deeper than what they're being guided by in the mainstream media but ordinary mum and dad investors or people who are thinking what's happening with the value of my home, uh, they might be guided by that and uh, I imagine there's, uh, there's something there to be cautious about, about what you're seeing and reading in the media and a need to go a bit deeper.
1: Certainly, that's the case. Um, certainly, if you're reading the property media, the media that's coming out and certainly what's on the news, um, it's, it would su- suggest to you that your property values have dropped significantly and, um, and they're likely to continue to drop significantly. Uh, certainly, it would be concerning for those who um, own investment property, maybe even concerning for those homeowners who are worried about you know, how they're going to uh, sell their home if they need to move. Um, and moving into other, you know, suburbs or other cities, um, and it, it, yeah, the news is, is definitely negative. Um, but if we look at what's actually happening, um, and the reality of it, it's quite different. Um, I'll give you an example. In uh, southeast Queensland at the moment, uh, there's been an 80% reduction in available stock in six in the last six weeks. So in in that market, um, the the remaining registered um, stocks, so uh, land and um, properties that have been built, um, has reduced sig- significantly in that time. So I've talked to some property um, suppliers and and prop- uh, companies, and they've said that record uh, months in July and uh, August looks like being it again. So. Uh, the certainly the um, prices uh, seem to be holding up um, on the whole. Um, sure, auction clearance rates and other things are a bit different because people can't attend auctions, but it does seem that the property market is a bit more robust than what people are making out.
0: Well, there might be a time coming when things uh, hit more of a crunch than they are now, given the way that the government is propping up a lot of things with the incentives, for business and for uh, property owners, uh, for people who are renting. But a time may come, Darren, when things are, in fact, tougher. What are your thoughts here around the idea of doing something with your property, either selling up or being thinking about buying right now?
1: Yeah, certainly. So if you've got a home and you don't need to sell um, and you don't need to move, uh, then I would suggest... Uh, Ignore the news and stay put. Uh, you've got a shelter. Be thankful for that. Wherever possible, uh, use any of the government benefits at the moment that uh, you may be receiving to save a bit of money. You know, um, obviously, the government wants us to spend it because it wants to stimulate the economy, but we should be trying to set aside a little bit. Uh, you know, We've talked before, Neil, about emergency funds and the like for, for times just such as these. So to build up a buffer, only buy things that are essential wherever possible and get that buffer because tougher times could be coming. Um, I think we're a lot more resilient than uh, what you know, the government makes out but I think, uh, and and research makes out, oftentimes it's surprised you know to the upside um, and I think that's what's happened to prices. You know There was talk of 30% drops in property prices and things like that and we haven't seen anything like that. We've seen 1% and 2%. Um, and, you know, it's not likely to get much worse. Uh, if you're looking at, um, uh, if, you ha- if you're forced to sell for whatever reason, uh, then, it, you know, make sure you get in, um, a trusted real estate agent and some good advice around that sale and hold, you know, I, I think the timing of that is to, to go for it um, whenever it's needed. Um, so I don't think that there's any reason to hold back. Um, Limited stock on the marketplace at the moment is holding prices high uh, on the whole in most capital cities.
0: Darren, the idea of uh, holding on for now because the crisis will pass. Uh, Any thoughts for when the crisis has passed? Uh, If you've made some decisions now, you might regret. Uh, That's why you need to be, I guess, a, a fair bit cautious about the sorts of decisions you make with regard to property. But what are your thoughts for... Australia beyond the crisis because a lot of people around the world will be looking at Australia as being perhaps a great place to invest and property in that scenario. What are your thoughts there?
1: Well, you're absolutely right, Neil. What's actually happening is we've found that um, on search engines um, for uh, uh, websites like Domain and the like um, and realestate.com.au, there's been an increased Level of uh, searching uh, for Australian properties um, in those from foreign from foreign countries. So there is that already starting to, to show. I think also we need to understand what's happened over the last maybe eighteen months in the property market. So if we look at the beginning of 2019, if we take ourselves back there, we were facing a um, a, a couple of issues that were holding the property market back. One was. Um, potential for a change of government and there was some talk about changing negative gearing and capital gains tax rules. Um, and also at the same time we had the Banking Royal Commission. Now both of those things held the property market back. The Royal Commission held the property market back because banks were being very very, very conservative and very difficult with um, their lending criteria and that restricted people from buying. So that kind of held back um, a lot of the Pent up demand that was already in the market. The other thing was the the election, of course, um, and the the, um, uh, the government remained in place, and the rules around negative gearing and uh, capital gains tax were not changed. And if we look at then around you know June of last year and what happened until the end of the year, you'll remember that the market property market grew very quickly, and. Uh, In that growth, um, that was probably, some of that growth was just natural and some of it was because people were were finally starting to feel confident they could get back into the market.
0: Darren, with the government stimulus, uh, support for the construction industry, obviously the government will be wanting to keep property prices buoyant. Is that a legitimate way for government to go and, uh, and ought that give us some level of confidence in the property market?
1: Well, I actually don't think that the government needs to do too much on that, really, um, because those things we we're talking about with um, the Banking Royal Commission and um, then having the election, uh, all of that was that once that was behind us, the market took off. Now, the only thing that softened the market, again, was um, the coronavirus. And uh, so that slowed things up for a number of reasons. But banking was another one of those. So access to finance. So I think that there's a lot of demand in the marketplace that's sitting there waiting. And in fact, uh, some of it's not even waiting, it's taking action, uh, where people are wanting to get into the property market and uh, and yet have been holding off for various different reasons. and Coronavirus is the latest. But I don't think that there's anything really the government needs to do to stimulate the market. I think the stimulus is there. Um, well, it's waiting to be to to um, to jump in. It's just a matter of having a little bit more certainty around what's happening with the virus and also um, the banking side of things. It is a bit difficult still to um, to lend money at the moment. So um, the the banks want to want to lend us the money, but it has become a bit more difficult to actually get get a hold of it.
0: Darren as a Christian commentator and uh, the author of God's Money Matters name of the organization that you founded there's a certain sense in which when it comes to our finances when it comes to the dealings that we have with property uh, with with our homes with buying businesses there's a certain anxiety that can creep in when things are uncertain I wonder if you've got any thoughts on what the Christian hope that we have does uh, when our identity is not founded in material possessions, but our hope is in Christ alone. Any thoughts for uh, people who might be feeling a little anxious right now?
1: Yes, yeah, certainly. Um, there's an old saying, if in doubt go without, um, I think the thing is we should be praying about um, any major financial decision. Uh, we should be talking to to god constantly you know it's it's, it says pray consistently and constantly and i think we should be doing that in any of our big decisions if we are feeling a little bit anxious about something we should really be asking why and if if we um if it's just simply that we are lacking faith or is it that there's something that that, um, god is trying to tell us through potential decisions we're going to make and so i think um talking to trusted friends um getting good advice uh, it says, you know, in Proverbs, in the house of the wise, uh, many advisors. So um, it's about getting advice from the right people, though. Uh, you know, it's about getting advice from those people who are experienced, um, those people who are in the know, um, and those people who who are, you know, ideally you're getting advice from people who are more successful than you are, because um, success leaves clues. And so those people who are successful often have uh, become successful through trial and error and um, through wisdom of time, And so getting advice from those people, uh, particularly Christian brothers and sisters, is worthwhile.
0: Well, we'll take some good advice from you, Darren Lordenbach. Don't be rash. Uh, Seek wisdom from a multitude of counsellors and be prayerful about financial decisions when it comes to the property market. Darren Lordenbach Mm -hmm. is the founder of God's Money Matters, a speaker, trainer, mentor and coach on finance issues for individuals and for business. The website for God's Money Matters is godsmoneymatters.com godsmoneymatters.com Darren Lordenbach, great getting your insights once again today. Thanks for being with us on 2020.
1: Thank you, Neil. Thanks for having me again. It's been great. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au